Podswap. 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 Welcome to the Pod Swap 2021 between Comics and Kaijus and the Big Bad Beetle Bros. I am your host. I am your host, Quarter J. Joining me today is the illustrious Austin Albin. How you doing, bro? What's up? We are back, man. Full strength again, baby. <laughs> and as always, the double chin guy, Jin. Cameron Miller, how you doing? Yo, 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 yo. What's fucking happening? So this is part of a special that we're doing network-wide. All of us are swapping crew. And let me tell you, it's going to be wild. Buckle right up because we're getting right in to the big bad Beetleborgs. Let's go. Austin, how do you want to take it away? for this episode man man i gotta tell you i i watched beetleborgs as a kid i am what people call a millennial i grew up in 92 so i got i luckily grew Boom up in the around 80- here okay okay dude. okay okay <laughs> okay dude <laughs> i got to grow up in the wonderful era of the i guess you would call the power ranger era of like fox tv shows and fox kids and stuff like that they had you know you had power rangers you had beetleborgs you had mass rider you had all of these knockoffs trying to replicate the success of the mighty Morphin power rangers thus coming into the beetleborgs i have some experience with the beetleborgs granted their their time in the spotlight was fairly short it was still fun for what it was it was definitely a different it's a little bit different than what we usually talk about, but it was it's a, it was a fun little recap of what honestly I guess it would be typically considered like a fever dream of my childhood, kind of getting uh, whiplash de- from seeing it, this. It definitely felt like a fever dream when I watched this last night and I woke up this morning. I was like, did I just did I really just watch that? <laughs> I mean, it, it's wild. So I have never heard of the Beetleborgs until the Beetle Bros joined the podcast network. Like I no clue what it was never heard of it or anything and let me tell you this i don't know what i was expecting but what we watched (laughs) was not even in the (laughs) ballpark in the same state for the same sport of what i was expecting i uh i went in going what the fuck is a beetleborg and i left going what the fuck is a beetleborg (laughs) i went in i went in with like maybe like four questions and i left with like 12 more i'm like i'm telling this, you this is this, this is right <laughs> i i could best describe the beetleborgs to somebody they're like hey give me a quick one shot what is the beetleborgs the big bad beetleborgs are power rangers on acid and it is not only power rangers on acid it's power rangers that american tv shows got a hold of a lot more than i think necessary it, the show is a is a Power Ranger movie that is a Power Ranger show, but I, I know I'm throwing a, a, the comparison really close. But I mean, obviously, it's made by the same you know production company. But you have you know the really awesome Beetleborg costumes and the giant vehicles they're driving around in. And I will say, I mean, we will shit on this show all day long, and that's no big deal. But I I can't deny that the costumes weren't cool. It was really uh, cool. Costumes. The costumes are really fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember having a, a toy. It was like a little like six, eight inch action figure 
of the blue Beetleborg. And that shit was painted metallic blue, just like in the show. And it was fucking lit. That thing was so cool. And I had it forever. And my favorite thing to do with it, because I was a weird fucking child, was to put it in a cup of water, put it in the freezer, and then chip it out. Because I was weird. <laughs> but it looked cool. It looked cool. Here you heard it. Austin's a fucking psychopath just freezing his toys so he can chip them out. Hey, when I got the Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze action figure from Batman versus Robin, you bet your ass I froze Batman. And then I had a little like setup with Mr. Freeze going, who killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! The Ice Age! (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So let me tell you, with this style of show, the only thing that I have ever seen was like, a few random episodes of like some of the different Power Rangers series, like not even like a full continuous season that I watched or anything, just random episodes here and there. So I knew a little bit what we were expecting as far as like the cheesy fighting sequences, the, you know, acrobats over the camera to like simulate them jumping far distances or some shit. And then like explosions whenever they fight and shit. But let me tell you, man, they dressed up as Beatles and I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was like an analogy or some shit. Oh no, they, they Beatles. They, they dressed I didn't, as Beatles. I, I was like, I was like, okay, why, why are they dressed like Beatles? And I'm like, I left and I'm like, why are they dressed like Beatles? <laughs> I still I don't, don't understand. Why are you understand. Beatles? <laughs> I don't see the tactical I came necessity. into this trying to understand it and trying to make a logical sense out of the entire episode and i shouldn't have done that (laughs) i I feel like for something like this you really got to turn off your brain entirely yeah you do that's how you that's how you enjoy these kind of shows but i gotta give it out to the beetle bros and give it out to the beetle borgs because if it wasn't for me watching this show it would not have put me down the rabbit hole of common rider me and the double chin guy Jin sat there for 30 minutes watching a YouTube video of Common Rider transformations and finishing moves. Holy <laughs> shit, that was hype. That was so hype. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, I've been sleeping on this for years. This is it's just hype as hell. So I, I can't say it was all a bad experience. I mean, the episode was inside because obviously it was it, I, honestly, I, I didn't know what it wanted to be. Like it wanted to be a, a Power Ranger knockoff, it wanted to be a comedic show, but then and it also wanted to be like a comic book because anytime someone kicked anything, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, did the bam, yeah, did like the whoosh, yeah. It's like why? It, and it, honestly, it, like with the with the monsters at the Hillhurst, I think that's the name of it. Please don't come I at me. So. I think so. I think that's the name of the like mansion that they like stay in. It really gave me like monsters or like Adams Family type vibes. It did with the way that they were in there. I, it really I, I, did. I, 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 I I still try to figure out why. Why are they classic, like, universal monster characters? I'm like, okay, hold on. So we have a spooky mansion filled with spooky monsters. I'm like, okay, I can get this. All right. And I'm like, why is Jay Leno in this? The blue-looking Jay Leno flabber-looking dude. <laughs> dude. I didn't understand missing- that. I was like, okay. Why are you passing Ooh, up your we- favorite character, Frank Bean, bro? So yeah. I wanted to po- listen. I wanted anytime that motherfucker <laughs> I showed wanted up on to screen, beat that thing to death. Bro, I wanted you to guys cause don't understand. collateral damage. I wanted you to guys cause don't understand. We damage. were watching this. We were watching this all together. And Cameron, the entire time, every single time Frankenbean showed up, he was like, I fucking hate that guy. I don't like his <laughs> We don't understand at, why. I'm, he was just like, I fucking hate him. <laughs> I, it needs to die. It needs, needs to, to go. die. It needs to go. Honestly, in my opinion, I wasn't you. the biggest fan of Count Fangula. I wasn't a fan of the werewolf. 
whatever the hell its name was, because it kept trying to be <laughs> Scooby Doo. Like it's like rah, 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 rapey. I better go melting after it. And it's like, <laughs> why are you talking like that? Like for what reason? Everyone else has a normal voice except Frankenbean, who just sounds like a tard. I'm Everyone not gonna else- lie. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the creators of the show were just like, you know what? Does tab of acid. I like this from this show. I like that from this show. I like that from this show. Let's just mosh it all together. Like, and you yo, get a big like, bad beetle boards. They take, like, they, what if they take Jay their Leno and Elvis like, got in a room? What, like, <laughs> yeah, what if they morphed? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what if... What if we made a baby turn into a fucking rocket monster? I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what if we made that rocket monster purposely turn into a baby to go in undercover to the bad guy or the people that we don't like. And then, and then once he's in and there, and yeah, yeah and once shit. he's in there and he starts teething or some bullshit, he just transforms out of pure rage. That's oh, the plan. <laughs> I'm loving all these ideas. They're great. I think this is going to be a bomb episode, but like, what if when like the Jay Leno thing wipes his face, we just, just dump a bucket of water. We used to mop the set. That'd be funny, right? Dude, funny, right? Recycling, we'd be recycled. Good for the good for the fucking. It felt like I was. Pretty sure this was an actual conversation that happened. (laughs) I felt like I was on a roller coaster, and the roller coaster was nothing but loop de loops. (laughs) Uh, And you know what would make the episode just even better? If we make Nano for no reason, make fucking magazine nunchucks, and no like fucking elaborate ass kung fu moves we got badass <laughs> black kung fu granny and i'm like what the fuck is happening in this dude look Who I'm, owns a comic store. I'm sitting here watching this show trying to like get myself in the like mode to like really engulf myself into the morning of watching this i'm sitting here fucking sitting at my desk Watching this show with Matt, with Quarter J, we're watching this in the morning at like nine. I'm sitting here with a bowl of fruit of fruity pebbles. And I got fruity eating, dino bites. Woo. We're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting here eating cereal, watching this episode, trying to like get ourselves in this mood. And I, I still at the end of it all, I'm just like, okay. I you remember, know, okay. I remember <laughs> when, when TJ sent us the link for the episode and i was like all right cool i was at work and i'm like all right bet and i pulled it up and there was i had free time so i I went to the bathroom and i put it on and i watched the intro and like 30 seconds and i I just turned the phone off i was like i can't do this i can't concentrate (laughs) on my shit dude i I was like what what the fuck i'm too just i'm I'm too gone right now dude i'm trying to take a fat dump and this show is distracting me (laughs) I uh I remember a good bit of my childhood with this show now that like I'm kind of getting these fever memories coming back. I remember that when the second season of this show came out, they had toys at McDonald's. And they had this one that I remember I loved it the most because it had like this like grappling, this like magnetic grappling hook thing to it. And I never used it to grapple it to anything. I used it as like a mace swung it around. And I remember the, I, that toy broke because it got me in trouble because I was swinging it. And obviously, you know, you're a kid. You're just like, ha ha, thing go burr. 
it snapped and like flew across the room and hit my cousin in the teeth, knocked one of his tooth out. Hell yeah. Like, and I got in so much trouble with that. That toy was baller as hell. <laughs> He's just Classic spinning it around. He's like, hey, guess what? Damn. It really is effective. <laughs> it's a. I. I, I you know, I, I've I, always I been super indifferent about Beetleborgs. Even as a kid, I was indifferent about them. And even now, watching it as I'm older, it's even. I mean, I'm still just as indifferent about them. <laughs> Well, instead of just giving these people some of these uh, just kind of throwing out their references to the episode, let, let's kind of break it down. Let, let's start from the beginning and give these people what the feel is. So basically, the monsters at Hillhurst, again, I hope I'm saying that right, and I hope that that's the actual name and I'm not just butchering it this entire episode. They open their door and there's like just a baby in a bundle right out there. And that's when like all the drama starts because uh, the mummy one is the one that finds it. And oh my god, the fucking mom puns. The mom puns are just... If I hear one more mummy pun, dude. I'm gonna fucking punch a baby. He's like, come <laughs> to mummy. And I'm like, bro, just stop with the forced mummy puns. We've heard them all. I, w I felt like I was physically getting assaulted by puns. Dude, honestly, it was so bad. Like, anytime the monsters were in the screen, there was at least five puns. <laughs> it, it felt like I was getting assaulted and I needed I needed an adult because it was just every two seconds. There was some sort of pun with a creature. And I'm just like, bruh, stop. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. <laughs> so they bring the baby inside and, you know, they're, they're monsters. They have no experience dealing with babies. So they're like, uh, what what do we do here? Like, what are we supposed to do? The baby's crying and stuff. And they're trying all sorts of different stuff to kind of figure it out. Uh Meanwhile, Flabber gets in contact with the Beetleborg kids through pizza somehow. He like <laughs> pops his head through pizza. They never explain how. And then he just like disappears as quickly as he like arrived. So it's so. It's fucking weird. It is there's so fucking weird. <laughs> there's no way to sugarcoat that other than no. it's just fucking weird, dude. I was like, okay, yeah, this should make some sense. No, <laughs> no, oh. no. Like, oh, it I does not restructured plot and, you know, things that made sense because of their abilities and stuff. But like, like at the oh, end of the episode, I have no fucking clue what Flabber's abilities are other than being a real life cartoon character. And like when the fight scene broke out, suddenly fighter jets come out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then shit starts arising from the ground like the gates of hell have opened up from the crust <laughs> of Earth. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? See, the biggest thing for me with with the Beetleborgs and the Power Rangers is like you look at the Power Rangers and like I know that they are like they're the Mac Daddies. They're the ones who started it all. They started this whole craze. But it uh, the Beetleborgs just didn't. It, to me, it felt like they just didn't know what they wanted to do each episode. And they at least I don't know if it's every episode's that way, but the episode that we watched, it's like they, it had one plot line. The plot line was make Beetleborgs go dead. Okay. Simple. Nothing too crazy. We're not going to, uh, you know, outrageous with it. It's a straightforward plot line, kill the Beetleborgs. So they come up with the elaborate plan to kill the Beetleborgs. And then once that plan activates, as in the all illustrious Bebe becomes this like creature, shit just goes crazy. Like they just have no direction of what's going on. You have no sense of anything that's happening. It's just, 
it's like they just cut the episode up and they glued it all back together to be like, okay, <laughs> make it work. But like, even with Power Rangers, if you watch that show, there is, a, if, even if you're watching it nowadays, it's, it's all over the place, but at least there's still a common structured theme throughout each episode. And there's still storylines going through each episode. It's like Tommy, when he was the green Power Ranger, there was a whole storyline of him going from the green Power Ranger all the way to being the White Ranger. Like there's a whole storyline there of how they saved him and everything. There's structure. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like with Beetleborgs, it's just like, I have no fucking clue what is going on. Even like though we're like, getting dropped in the middle of the series, it's still mm-hmm. just no clue. It's just, there's so much happening and there's no point. It's you're helpless to try and understand it. You just got to lay down and fucking take it. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely gotta... a wacky ride the whole way through. Like, like I said, when I went in this, I didn't know what a Beetleborg was. I didn't watch any like background videos as to what it was until I'd already seen the episode itself because I didn't want to be like, I'd rather know like the whole backstory and all that after I had watched this episode, just so I could be like, what the fuck was this episode? And then figure out what the fuck was that episode. And it would, let me it tell would. you, I, I never found out what the fuck that episode was because it was just, it was all over the place. Like Austin was saying, it was just, everything was happening in weird ways. Uh, like I said, the, the fight scene in the comic store, whenever she makes the nunchucks out of the two magazines and her pearl necklace, and she's just fighting the werewolf dude because the werewolf dude's trying to kidnap the baby because apparently the monsters actually wanted to keep the kid. And that, that was another thing that made no sense to me was like, why did the monsters want to keep the kid? Because they got the Beetleborgs to come and take the kid because they didn't want the kid. And then as soon as the Beetleborgs showed up, they you know, had finally figured out how to get the baby to stop crying. So they wanted to keep it. But then the Beetleborgs were going to take it and give it to somebody who could like actually take care of a baby, you know, the child welfare as they're called. And it was just so all over the place with that and like them fighting. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like just the exasperated, just what? <laughs> like what is going on with this storyline? I mean, it, it was entertaining to say the least, but hard to follow. <laughs> it was it, it, I can't deny that like the designs like character designs looked good. I felt that like the the villain looked good. I feel like the villain looked good. The Beetleborgs looked good. Oh, I, I, I like their the designs. Suits. I like. Yeah, the, suits. the designs were good. Like I can't sit there and, you know, destroy the ideology of the of their designs because they 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 were they were fine they were perfectly fine i, fe- the, I felt one thing that i wasn't really huge on i liked okay so as far as their vehicles went i really liked the beetleborg tank that they had like it made sense it looked like a like a beetle the like vtol helicopter jet thing that they had going on the only thing about yeah. it that really looked like a beetle was the fact that its eyes were like it reminded you. me of a ladybug i don't and, know why exactly and i'm i'm, I'm sitting there watching it and i was like they could have given it like, you know, the horn shit that like some Beatles have, but like, no, they just made the eyes just fucking huge. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't really a big fan of the VTOL look, but I did like the suits. Like you said, I liked the way the villain looked like the rocket dude. I thought it was very like cool how when they defeated him, he like flew apart in different segments like a rocket. 
I thought that was yeah, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was a really mm-hmm. cool design. You know, definitely couldn't have done better myself with that one. I uh, I could definitely as, say, like, as, I don't mean to cut you off there, but that sequence, mm-hmm. that just kind of goes into like the overall effects. They did not age oh, very no. well. No, all, all of the special effects in this are just like... Yeah, they're, they're pretty <laughs> they're like PlayStation One level effects. It was pretty. pretty also, good. it didn't help that like the video quality was like 240p, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the video quality of the one that we got was pretty fucking low. But, but that and, wasn't and that thing, That's just the time of age of the, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and another thing that was just a just a little annoying. Those uh, villains that had contrived this so called ultimate plan to wipe out the Beetleborgs with their you know, impossible to fail plan of sending a baby that transforms after them. Dude, the white one with the dress looked like a SoundCloud rapper. Dude, it really did. But, <laughs> but when the when the baby finally transformed into Rocket Man and the Beetleborg started fighting him, they just like they helped in the most minor amount instead of like trying to gang up. Cause like they had the numbers, I'm pretty sure. Either that or they There's were three V one. It's three V one. Three V one. Yeah. So, but if the other monsters would, or sorry, not monsters. If, if they, the if villains, those guys, yeah. If the other villains would have helped more with Rocket Man, I mean, see, I my like biggest problem, dude, a little better. At least, like with Power Rangers, you know, they team up, they beat the creature, and then you know, Zerg or whoever the villain is of that era, which it's either uh, I can't remember names of Power Ranger villains off the top of my head. Fuck. But they either make them big and they, you know, they get to use mm-hmm. the Megazords or they beat them there on the ground. This was literally the Beetleborgs come out there. They fight Rocket Man. He just starts like shooting shit at them. And all they do is sit there and go, oh, fuck me. And they get hit by everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, OK, what do we do to defeat it? Bro, we have guns. Shit. Bah! And it dies. <laughs> and, and it's like, OK, that's it. And it's like, we save the day. guys. And, and no, you got no a really worries. confusing sequence of the vehicles fighting other vehicles for some reason as well. Like, I know the jets <laughs> made no sense. They were there. They did yeah, it didn't show. It didn't show them being like called in or summoned or anything. They were just. Another question there. I have. They seem like they're in like a mid mid middle America town. Like yeah, Montana or something. Just throwing a yeah, name. Yeah, it out. definitely looks very Midwest. Nothing crazy. But then when the, the Jets mountain. come in, they're in like a fucking <laughs> battleground that I'm waiting to see Goku and Vegeta fighting in behind them. Bro, I like, they're just out in the middle of nothing. <laughs> I'm like, and, where and is like this there's, and there's place? like and there's like valleys with like dirt, like just thick amounts of dirt at the bottom. <laughs> whereas whereas everything we'd seen prior was it like a Midwest town that was kind of green, like. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't was say like town. overly green, but just kind of green. And then we There's see like, like mountains and shit, and it's like, what mountains, the fuck is going gully, on? <laughs> like gullies and like little yeah. corridors and caves and shit. And it's like, yo, where where are we? Like, did they just instant transmission to the fight area? Like, <laughs> I have no idea at that point. Like, I'm just I'm trying to keep myself focused, and I'm like, okay, Midwest town, things are happening. Oh, a small town, what could possibly go wrong? Now we're on Mars. What? What? <laughs> what? Where are these jets coming from? Mars? What? We're on Earth. <laughs> We're where on is, Earth. Where, where is Gray Mountain Valleys at? Local in the Midwest. <laughs> it was just insane. It was a. It the whole show is just a roller coaster ride, dude. And honestly, I mean, it was wild, <laughs> dude. No, no, no. I know the best way to describe this ride. You okay? You guys have local fair events, right? 
where yeah. you live. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know the ride? I know that I know what we had we down here. It's a ride. It's called it's called the Starship Two Thousand. It's the one that like spins really fucking fast and pins you against the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what this show is. Yeah, it just no, I pins you against the wall. You don't get to understand anything. You occasionally can They're flip upside down and you. go be like, "Look, I'm upside down." And then when it stops, <laughs> against the floor. <laughs> that's that's the whole fucking show, and there's no understanding it. There's no trying to dissect it. It's just watch it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. Laugh about it and move on. It's all you I'm can not really responsible for any psychological trauma that may come from the episode. True. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This was kind of <laughs> weird. So, looking at the notes that they left us, what kind of head cannon do you think we could make sense of this madness? That Frankenbean has like, a baby. Frankenbean has a toddler fetish. Stop it. <laughs> Dude, he's one of those people that has a toddler fetish. Let my man like live his those best adult, life. Those adult babies? Yeah, the adult babies. Frank and oh, yeah. is like head ca- That is head <laughs> cannon. That's canon. Because everyone else is over it, but he's over there. Uh, uh, goo goo. Uh, mommy milker <laughs> I mean, I, I guess for me, uh, Count Fangula is kind of an edgy emo bitch. He's like, I don't want to go out to the sun. You know what it does to my complexion. Like, yeah, we know you're pale enough. Dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> Count, dude, the vampire, he's just a Redditor, dude. He's just a redditor. I'm gonna believe that Flabber is just the secret love child between Elvis, Booberry, and uh, J Lo. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's canon, dude. Cool. That's pretty it's canon. It's canon. That's, that's canon. And then, okay, <laughs> Mummy seemed like the only. He's also mentally- bisexual. He's also bisexual. He's very clearly bisexual. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent so bisexual. Hundred percent. He is just every hole is his goal. He does not. Every hole is his goal. <laughs> Like, yes, sir. I will say this though: the like mummy seems like the most head canologically like stable out of all of them. Like he was the only one trying to take any responsibility for anything. I so, mean, he changed the baby's diaper. I mean, he's, he's trying to figure out the like proper course of action to calming it. It's like okay, we can do, guys. It's okay, everything's fine. Like okay, Franken, can you help us a little bit? Oh, give me milkies. <laughs> it's like okay he's doing nothing the he's werewolf is nothing. talking like scooby-doo and then we have the vampire shit posting on our our whole thing <laughs> and then jay and leno's then just, just over there just sitting in the corner vibing jay leno's over there just like yo so who's down for a four-way <laughs> hey that baby's Fact. here <laughs> jay leno stop <laughs> dude stop it's not okay and then the fucking dude okay when the kids show up and use their powers okay with the green one i think it, that's the uh the black fellow the green the green one isn't that the or is, is the blue one no the blue one's the the blonde the kid. kid that can use the telekinesis the, yeah that's the blonde headed white kid and then the the black kid is the green one who has the super speed where he just goes yeah, snaps. snaps his fingers yeah. and then the little girl is the one with the super strength. Okay. When she used her super strength, she dead ass br- head cannon breaks her Bro, fingers every time. Just <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a healthy cracking of the fingers. No. That was, that no. was a broken no. hand. No. Loud. <laughs> There's like one thing, you know, like that's snapping your fingers, you know, a little snap. That's it. No, she's like, <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm telling We're you, fine. it sounded like fucking machine gun fire in the Vietnam War. Okay. <laughs> 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 like holy okay. shit i'm just saying bro flabber is definitely on the inside saying they're speaking vietnamese 
the house is speaking Vietnamese, boys. Just, just play, like he just conjures like a fucking stereo plays torture. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Whoa! Why Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. We're over here talking about power why, and shit like that. Cameron's still over there. It's like, Cameron is what do they mean? Cameron's still, why the fuck Beatles? <laughs> like, Cameron, like, no, no, no. Like, you have, you have these universal monsters. monster characters. And then, <laughs> and then you have you, Beatles. <laughs> then you Beatles, like, what do they mean? They, they play the organ. And then he's like, Oh, fuck it, I'll give you beetle powers. Why? 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 <laughs> beetles. What do they do? Why beetles? Why beetles? Why beetles? What does it mean? Cameron, they're just what? beetles. It's a kid show. But what does and it then, mean? Then, what does it mean? What do the bad guys want? What do they want? Why, why are they? They just want the Beetleborgs to die, dude. That's all they care about. They want to get that gat and get out. <laughs> oh, my God. But I mean, you got like some communist manifesto reading bitch some big old like you know green mouth i don't want to hurt nobody man so kind of guy and then you got the soundcloud rapper as a trio <laughs> trying to kill the beetleboards that doesn't work too well i'm just saying if they would have hopped in and helped rocket man they would have stood more they probably could have done something but instead they're just over there like you got it man <laughs> you, you got, got it, it. over this like Fight back! Fight back! Fuck your shit up! And then they just pull out guns and they're like, <laughs> blah, blah. And they're like, oh shit, they strapped. We gotta go. <laughs> oh shit, they strapped. We gotta go. And that's the thing. As soon as they beat Rocket Man, you would think that they were at their weakest because they'd taken a ton of damage and whatnot, right? Dude, it did not fucking matter. But what I'm saying is, instead of the monsters jumping in and going for the cleanup on the Beetleborgs, they're just like, "Hi, right, I'm gonna head out." Yeah, like straight up, they could have been like, "Yo, dude, they're over there. Let's go over there, dude. I'm gonna build over. Let's go, build, 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 build." You know, they oh, just no. like Fortnite build on them and <laughs> oh. shoot them in the face, bro. Easy dubs, no. easiest game of my life, dude. No. <laughs> like Beetleborgs are dead. <laughs> oh my god. Bad dubs, dude. For, the Beetleboards are dead. Let's Fortnite dance over their corpse. <laughs> Let's do blinding lights. Do a fucking gongman style on them when they die. Yes, sir. That reminds me of that last time me and Matt played Fortnite. We uh we dropped in and Matt got downed and I fort I gongman style walk danced all the way to him to the point where he almost died but he's sitting there on the ground in a phone call he can't say anything to me and i'm just like gungman styling my way to him and he's just sitting there dying like for the love of god <laughs> for the love of god <laughs> pick me up but a fucking dancing dude <laughs> oh shit so let's talk about that weird ass like end scene where the credits are rolling by way too fast to read and it's playing that weird ass music and they're just like I would assume doing their best to destroy that like little like baby carriage. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand it. Like they were dancing with it, they were hitting it. At one point, like one picked it up and like slammed it. Like were they trying to give like the you know the baby the shaken baby syndrome? I don't know, but Frankie <laughs> Frankie he was like, "Oh, not my not my nudie dude. Go 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 go, my dude. Give it back." <laughs> He's still over there vibing with his fucking baby fetish going on. <laughs> my fetish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the the end credits almost felt like a car commercial. 
You know, like how it's like, oh, yeah, limit. it's like we have the ultimate deal. Come down and get your new Ford F-150. It'll be great. Actual license. We're going to become an agreement with a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, so what it felt like to me was like, you know, those like cheesy old fucking like shorts or whatever, like, like the old like little short like episodes of like cartoons or like TV shows that you'd see. And at the end, they all do like the conga at the end. You know, oh, yeah, like, like Charlie like, Chapman shit. That, that's what I'm saying. That, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Me of. I was like, what? There's <laughs> like gunga, gunga, gunga. Except they're like shake, 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 shake the baby. <laughs> shake, 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 shake the baby. And then Jay Leno's <laughs> in the corner. Shake the Jay baby. Leno's in the not, corner, like, <laughs> do not shake babies. Fucking not knock shake off, baby. Knock not. off Smurf Jay Leno's in the corner, like, did someone say babe? <laughs> someone say baby? <laughs> Jay Leno, please. Jay Leno, no. It has a family. Jay Leno, Jay Leno, please. Uh, <laughs> Jay Leno, please. Jay Leno. Spare me, Jay Leno. <laughs> it, it's definitely an interesting take. Uh, getting to kind of swap up our usual routine for this. It oh, was no, definitely, it, it's definitely interesting. I, I really enjoy this. Yeah, yeah I did too. This was fun. Club. And it kind I, of expanded my horizons listen, a little bit. I enjoyed this. I never want to see another episode of Beaver Boys again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. That's a mood, man. It's a. It's honestly a mood. It, look, like the Beetle my Bros. My brain would not be able to handle that. Beetle Bros, you guys are cool. You guys are ballers. We, hey, if this is what you vibe with, man, we vibe with what you vibe. If you like it, then we like it because. We're we're happy you like it, man. We're happy we're, you like it, but it's just not our cup. This there's is a not limit. So they got a little trivia written down for us for Rocket Man. I'm gonna go ahead and read off from the start of it. Uh, Rocket Man is a blue robotic monster that fired blinding flash bombs in the episode "A Monster Is Born." The Magnivores leave a baby at Hillhurst. I was saying it right. Oh, Little did true. they know. The baby was Rocket Man in disguise. However, Rocket Man briefly reverted to a baby-like persona. I forgot about this scene. Oh God! When when oh, Flabber God. materialized with the oversized baby bottle, and fucking Rocket Man was just like Goo Goo. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna kill the Beetleborgs, and the Flabber just appears with a giant milk bottle. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's bro. That a bottle, bro? So during, yeah. that scene, during that scene, the Beetleborgs took the window of opportunity and defeated him with their sonic laser attack. He's mentioned being from issue number 148. And from Wasn't what it? I've gathered, from what I've gathered, I'm I guess they got their powers from comic books through Flabber. So I'm just saying right now, that is not called a sonic ray. They fucking shot that guy. That guy is dead. That guy is dead. They just rolled up, pulled guns out of fucking nowhere, dialed yo ass dead, and shot him. That is all that happened. <laughs> they, they dialed in the sonic lasers, bro. No, they dialed in like old school text, dead AF, and then bam, he fucking died. So the costume for Rocket Man was later used in Power Rangers in Space as one of the monsters that Body Switcher turns into. And it was also How used for which one was that one? I'm trying to I, see I, if I remember. Like I said, I've only seen random episodes here and there, man. And it was also despiked, recolored, and combined with the recolored head of the green cannon machine to form the Power Rangers Lost Galaxy monster Brunt. 
Oh shit! I remember Power Rangers in space, but it was just called yeah, 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 yeah. See, no, I'd, I'd, only, I'd only seen like random episodes of Power Rangers like every now and then. Like I never saw it continuously. Oh, dude, no! I watched so many different renditions of Power Rangers. I watched, <clears throat> I watched Power Rangers in space. I watched Power Rangers SPD. I watched Hell Power yeah. Rangers Dino Thunder. I watched yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Hell yeah. I think I've seen a couple uh, episodes of the Samurai one, the one where like they had the swords. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to see Power Rangers. I don't know. There's so many different fucking renditions of it, dude. Um, fuck yeah. There's Power Rangers Samurai. Uh, God, dude. There's so many. My God, I didn't realize there's that many now. Yeah, there's way uh, a lot of Power Rangers. Like way more than I like honestly anticipated. Like I really did not. I remember watching Power series. Rangers Mystic Force. Power Rangers Mystic Force. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember that one. TJ doesn't like that one. There's a power. Wait, there's a Power Rangers Jungle Fury. That did, what the fuck yep. is that? Yeah, I remember that. Only very briefly. Dude, Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. I remember that one. Power Rangers Time Force. I remember Time Force. Ninja Storm. I remember Ninja Storm. SPD. Dude. Remember that one? I remember Ninja Storm. See, oh my the, God, why is the only so like funny? continuous exposure I got to this was I had a game on, I think, the PlayStation 2. But I don't remember what Power Rangers game it was. I just remember thinking it was so badass because you'd like fight the villains or whatever. And then they'd like grow and it had like the cool animation of like the Megazord or whatever being like built like the giant robot. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. And you got to fight, but as you fought, you were like in the city or whatever terrain that you were in. And like the Power Rangers Super cold. Legends? I'm not sure. It might be. Damn, fucking Cameron just dropping that cat. Cameron's fucking hopping off, bro. Dude, he is. He's <laughs> fucking knowing. Dude, fucking Power Rangers Zeo. I remember that one too. Power Rangers Zeo was baller. Dino Thunder was really good. That was a really good Dino one. Thunder's probably like one of the best Power Rangers series out there. Dude, honestly, true. So good. <laughs> them, so bring, good. them bringing back uh, Jason David Frank for Tommy was like, that was so clutch. The, the 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 designs, especially for the White Ranger and the Black Ranger, are they were good. So cool. The Black Ranger for that one, having the like black with the gold outlines on his like yeah. spikes, that that looked solid. That was really good. I used to have a bunch of the toys for that when I was a kid. <laughs> Same. I actually, I, <laughs> it's funny we're talking about Power Rangers. I went to GameStop yesterday. I went to go pick up groceries. So I had to kill some time. And when I went into GameStop, they had, uh, I didn't realize GameStop got on like the collector train so hard. I used to always think GameStop was like, oh, video game only, dude. But no, there's, they have so much shit there now. And I was like, damn. So I go in there and I'm like, maybe they got something cool. So I started looking around, you know, I see like they're having like a president day sale still, even though we're not on president's day, but they're having some sort of sale and I'm like looking through everything. And I noticed they have like a bunch of power in your stuff on the side. They had a full size replica and wearable mighty Morphin power ranger, white ranger helmet that like I sat there and looked at for a solid minute. Like you should have <laughs> bought that. I would have given you the money. 
I don't. I would have loved. I, I don't need that. I just got a Django <laughs> I fed. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. All right, guys. I was. I've been oh. looking for a power White Ranger helmet, and I don't know where to get one. Look, uh, that's a. It's a mass produce. So, like, Is look it? at like a Hasbro or something like that, because that it wasn't anything like exclusive. It was a mass produce. I didn't know they made mass produce ones, but apparently, there's like a White Ranger, a Red Ranger. I I had no idea that was a thing until I saw it myself. And this was what Dino Thunder or was this? This was original White uh Tommy. White Ranger, uh, the lot, the White Lion Ranger from uh, Mighty no, Morphin. That's not what I want. I want the Dino Thunder. Oh, Dino Thunder! I have no idea. It's such a fucking cool helmet. <laughs> it is. So, dude, do you, dude, do you remember the fucking uh, SPD emergency plug and play? Oh yeah. Yo. <laughs> oh, dude, Power Rangers SPD was actually pretty fucking nuts. Dude, I love that. I'm looking at it right now, like looking up old pictures of it. Hmm. I used to have all the little guns and shit. Oh, fuck. Such good shit. Such good shit. Well, back to the episode. <laughs> we're looking at toys real quick. Oh, what? yeah, we're looking at so, toys and shit. No! <laughs> so because of lack of exposure on our part, they have a listed monster menagerie for us. But I wouldn't know where to rank Rocket Man on this list just because of lack of exposure. So let's just do it the old, you know, comics and kaiju route and just just kind of rate what we think about this monster. So I'm gonna let the double chin Gaijin himself take it over. Cameron, what did you think about Rocket Man? Uh well, I think Rocket Man as himself. Isn't a bad design. It could be. <laughs> it could be a. It could be better. Um. But the baby thing, bro, uh, it just kills it me. It weird, weird, dude. It was such a I'm, weird plot choice. That was uh That was a bit he, weird. He didn't really do anything. He wasn't really powerful. He didn't really show off any cool effects besides his like chest laser, and then the rockets, but. I'm gonna give him. Four, I'm gonna give him four floating babies out of ten. <laughs> four floating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give him four floating babies out of ten. Let's go. So I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I do like the like armor design of it with the spikes everywhere and like the the center red piece where he shoots the laser out later on in the show. Yeah, I, I really liked the armor design. I thought it was kind of. I feel like there could have been better plans than turning him into a baby to make him attack because it provided no sort of like surprise because like whenever he started transforming, the baby started like flying and shit and away from everybody. If you wanted a surprise attack, you would transform right in the middle of everybody and just attack. Don't build it up. (laughs) Yeah. He flew away and then transformed at a distance so that they had time to suit up they had time to get ready uh, and it was like yeah. if you're really trying to just terminate your enemy like that why not just transform right there like in the middle of everybody why not just boom maybe one of your spikes on your armor like impales one of them or something you know because they're so close 
Why are you trying to not deal damage? But why are you trying to kill them by not dealing damage? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you look cool because you transform from tiny baby to giant monster, which honestly gave me some tiny baby. I'm not gonna lie, gave me some sky high vibes. But <laughs> with the whole baby subplot, like it really gave me some sky high vibes. I, I, right? I've, I definitely can feel that. I feel that. But it was just so weird. Like, I liked his suit design. His powers were mediocre. Like the rockets, like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're called Rocket Man. You shoot rockets. That's your thing. The chest laser, that was a nice little surprise. That's it. But yeah, that, that, I mean, that's it. Like, intelligence wise, you dumb. <laughs> so yeah. Milky. Milky. I'm, I'm going to give him a one floating baby out of 10. Like, the armor was dope. The armor itself, I'd give like an eight, but like, with everything factored in, it's used. Is That's low. fair. Is low. So, Austin, what do you think about this? Okay. I've seen a lot of Power Rangers villains. I've seen a lot of like Common Rider villains and Mask Rider villains and so many different creature designs over the years that like I dude, honestly, I think I've probably seen everything under the in the book. I've seen so many different ones. And some of them are better than others. Some of them are really not that good. Some of them could be unbelievably passed over and no one cares. Some of them are memorable. Like me and Scuba Steve and Cameron all talked about the Power Ranger villain last weekend. The pig that ate the Power Rangers and ate everything. That thing stuck with me ever since I was a kid because it was terrifying to me. And it was weird. But <laughs> this thing... The costume design was fine. Pretty average, nothing outrageous, nothing crazy, but it was safe, but did the job well. His powers were, eh, they were a bit lackluster considering all he did was just shoot things. He really didn't do anything other than just, hey, laser beams. And that was really about it. So that was a little lackluster. The whole baby thing I really was not a fan of. I think that was just, uh, it was kind of weird. It was weird. That's really the best way to describe it. It was it was weird. It, it felt cringe. Weird. It was a bit cringe. <laughs> it was a bit cringe. I, I honestly was not a fan. I really wish they wouldn't have done the whole baby plot line with it. I wish they could have went a little bit more with it. But that's just they, the you overall. Know what they, should done? they should have just had the baby like explode. They really yeah. in the bomb. And they could have see they want to hide the violence. They could have just put like a pow over the top of it or something. <laughs> but it. <laughs> Kill the baby, do it. <laughs> Kill the child, corrupt them all. This is the plan, people. <laughs> These are demons. What do I do, Lord? <laughs> what do I do, Lord? <laughs> it, uh, at the end of the day, Rocket Man, I'm going to give... I'm going to give him a two. Two floating babies. Two floating babies. That's pretty Just good. because I thought like the design wasn't bad, but I felt that he could have really been... More. I felt like there was a lot of wasted potential in that character. But yeah, two floating babies. Two floating babies. So two floating now, babies. We, now we get into the rating of the actual episode. And I, I kind of want to go ahead and use the Big Bad Beetle Bros format for rating. They have it listed on the notes for one to five. Uh for me, it's pretty rough. Like it's not horrible or unwatchable, it's, like they're one, but it's also not great. It's 
<laughs> it's pretty bad. I, I'm giving it a two. Like it was, it was zangy. I mean, I, I liked Flabber. He was kind of cool. The puns were overwhelming. I'm not a big. Oof. <laughs> the like forced obvious puns were just crammed down my throat. The baby sub plot line was like you said, just outright cringe. Uh, yep. Again, you know, shout out to the big bad Beetle Bros. I mean, if this is your shit, man, I mean, have hey. at it. Like you guys go ham with it, and I love your guys' energy. But man, this episode was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I were, if I were I'm a gonna kid, give it a two. I mean, if I would have grown up That's with this, fair. I probably, I probably would have liked it if I were a kid. But like, I mean, yeah, no. if you were a kid, Look, you know, I, like me and Austin were doing, we were chilling there, we were eating fucking cereal early in the morning, watching this episode together. I watched this episode with the with me trying to remember how much I watched it as a kid and trying to get that ideology back into my head and get that like, remember, you were a kid when you saw this a while back. It's great. Just watch. It's fun. It's great. And then realizing that what your memories were as a child were not as clear as you anticipated. And it this whole thing went from like, you know, this is perfectly fine to like, this is, this is kind of like a fever dream. <laughs> I felt like everything I remembered was not very good. It's, it's not inherently the show's, you know, wrongdoings. It's, I understand they were trying to capitalize on the unbelievable popularity of, of uh, everything Sabin had produced at that time, which was, you know, Common Rider, Power Rangers, and every other thing under the sun that was really making them a lot of money. They were trying to execute something that really was going to be something different and a bit out the box. And instead of being more of a, a ripoff of Power Rangers, it was trying to be more comedic. And that's fine. I don't, I don't damn the show because of that, but I definitely do knock points off because of it. Because I feel like the premise of like the Beetleborgs, they look cool. Their vehicles were not bad. I mean, designs were safe action sequences could have been better and they could have been a little bit more intense and they could have, you know, not muddied the screen with multiple sound <laughs> structure things on the screen at all times. Anytime anything was done. I mean, power Rangers showed more graphic shit to that to me when I was a kid. And the only thing I remembered was a pig eating people. I didn't remember. I, I'm not going to think I'm going to go cut somebody and then grass explodes. I mean, it's, it's just the, that that design decision to me, that directing decision was very odd. It felt weird and it felt very forced on them. And that's really disappointing. But as far as the episode goes, uh, is, or is that a five or ten? Five. It's out of five. It's out of five. I may give it a two. I mean, I I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna try to let my nostalgia kick me in the dick on this one because it's honestly my nostalgia is not saving this. It's not. I mean, it saved Kong versus Zilla, but that's because I watched that shit into the dirt, and I <laughs> love that by every sense of imagine. I, I fucking love that movie, but this it's just the production value really didn't hold the test of time. I've seen, like I've seen better Ultraman episodes than this. Yeah. And this was taken over by an American. This was brought over by an American company and it was Americanized. The, the gripes that I'll just go ahead and put out there for it. One, I think the child voices over the Beetleborg costumes were just can't do that. Re, can't do that. That's just 
it it may it completely sucks you out of the experience. Even as a kid, I probably didn't pay attention to it, so I probably didn't care. But like kind of getting older and really getting a little more into the meat of the situations of what I'm watching, that that is just unbelievably takes you out of the action. Then the overall set pieces of the vehicles and stuff like that, those are fine. They looked good for the time. They didn't look like they were anything outrageously going to change the course of history, but they didn't look like anything terrible. So I can't sit here and be like, oh, they were so bad. I can't get over how bad they were because that's just overreacting. I can say, though, that the Beetleborg costumes look good. Set pieces with the vehicles looked good. The comedy and all that was very on the nose, very 90s, very. Ugh. It was just stout. It's it's very, very outdated in terms of everything. Comedy. Effects. Even the, by the way they dress. <laughs> yeah, I can I can say that as far as Beetle Beetleborgs go, um, they will always have a special little little corner of my heart because they were a part of my childhood and I'll never damn something that was a part of my childhood to that much of a pit of hell. But I'm going to 100% agree with Cameron and say that the show is not inherently bad. It is just unbelievably dated and it shows. So two out of five for me. It's understandable. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same two out of five. I mean, at least with Godzilla or Congress with Godzilla, they took it seriously. You know, there was there were a lot of serious parts. This was just goofy all around. Mm-hmm. And I mean, goofy, goofy isn't bad. I I do like a fair share of goofy moments. Um, but this was this was just too much. This is too much for me. I'm sure I'm not like. Maybe it was just this episode. Maybe we just. I mean, got it very one well could was, be. Yeah, we might have just you know. Pulled the short straw out of. Yeah, you know, before we got into this, I was listening to an episode and the way that the Beetle Bros were talking about this, they were talking about how it just feels like an acid trip. You got to turn off your brain. You just got to look at it through the windows of like basically a kid. And man, they were passionate about it. And I, I love it. I love how passionate they are for it. And I hope that they're that like some of the other episodes that they do are just straight up amazing. That being said, the one that we reviewed ourselves kind of lackluster not gonna lie but i mean that's nobody's fault it's just the episode that it happened to have landed on for this pod swap but other yeah. than that i mean i'm sure with how they talk about it the rest of the show must be amazing yeah i i've got nothing against what they have brought to the table here i've got nothing against the beetle bros you guys honestly this is what you love, and there's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, Absolutely. listening to someone geek out over something they love is honestly some of the best content. Thing. It oh, is, yeah. and it, it makes you feel good because you're feeling good. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Some of the best content you can ever get on this entire network is when you talk about something you're truly passionate about. Yeah, it's like TJ and the boys over at Goremore when they get into a good horror film and they really get into the meat of it. Like listening to them talk about My Bloody Valentine. It's not the greatest film, but it's still a fun movie. And they were really passionate about talking about it. And that translated and the fun translated with it. And it's the same principle with us talking about a good Godzilla film or a good comic. We get into it. It's like me talking about Star Wars to somebody. I know a lot of canon Star Wars stuff. And if I talk to somebody about it and have fun with it, then they have fun with it. It translates. And then when me and Cameron get on a a tangent about kaijus, we get into conversation. And when Matt, you and me get into a good comic conversation, it goes into a long tangent. And those long 
passionate tangents are some of the best conversational pieces you can have on a network, on an individual basis, or on a show basis. It's oh, the definitely. best content you can get. I mean, I fucking love talking about the comic books that we review, and I can't wait to talk about more. Like, I'm not going to lie. I look forward to Sundays. <laughs> it's always it's always so fun to just because all throughout the week, you know, I, I can read something and be like, oh, that's cool. And then, you know, I text some of my buddies about it and I'm like, dude, this comic book's really cool. You should check it out. And they're into their own thing. So they're like not really too engaged with it. When I get into this, bro, it's like I'm getting exposed to Kaiju, which I'm not overly exposed to. Now I'm getting great exposure to it and I'm getting into that and it's really fucking cool. But then at the same time, I'm also getting to show Cameron how great comic books are because honestly he missed out and then mm -hmm. and then when austin True. joined bro it was like i had somebody to to kind of just kind of like shit talk the comics with or like talk about some of the things that i love about comic books and it's somebody who has experience with comic books as well and really enjoys it and i guess the point that i'm trying to get at here is when you have good flow with something that you're really passionate about you get lost in the sauce you and do it's, and it's great and as we all know, here at the Comics and Kaiju, we provide the sauce. So <laughs> getting lost in it is, is such a great feeling, and you get such great content. And honestly, you get the code, and an hour flies by like nothing, <laughs> and it's amazing. Absolutely, man. And uh, that being said, uh, anybody got anything else to add before we give them our good old Comics and Kaiju goodbye? <laughs> What in the fuck were those guys thinking when they like they, they must have spoken some serious fucking wacky shit, bro. Some serious wacky shit for sure. They hit the vape pen too many times, dude. <laughs> well, on that note, let's give the big bad Beetle Bros our own rendition of their outro. Scroll to the bottom of the notes, they have it. And then afterwards, we're gonna give them our C and K outro. You guys ready? Oh, wait, hold on. Pull we gotta, we, oh god, we gotta do that! Yeah, let's go. Let's go. What do you mean? Hold on. No. Yes, Hold sir. on. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. No wonder they get they drink when they do this show. No wonder they no drink. Wonder. You have to. You guys I mean, gotta. Okay, look, y'all gotta at least send us like those little hotel size <laughs> bottles of whiskey or something to as a thank for, the next, for time this we, shit. For the next time we for the next swap, <laughs> next pod swap, we need to at least have a. I want a something. nice big bottle of Baron Jaeger. Baron Jaeger. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Hold on. <laughs> I gotta prepare myself for my. You gotta prepare. <laughs> gotta prepare for Jimmy's mom. Listen, go. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Okay. Go fuck yourself. Uh, imagine being Cameron and not having the show notes pulled up. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'll fucking fly down there and beat your ass. Hey, man, I can give you shit on that one. <laughs> Load, you piece of shit. <laughs> For the audio listeners, Cameron likes to scream into his mic outside of episodes, and his mic always cuts out, so we just get to see him screaming. We just get to see screams of pain. All right, I have him pulled up. What are we doing? Hold on. All, All the, the way, way to the, the bottom, bottom, chief. The outro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's uh, go. Cameron can't, keep his, Cameron can't keep his computer in line. And with that, we've been the big, big bad, bad Beetle, Beetle Bros. <laughs> and as always, your comic and kaiju boys end it with a shot of tequila.
brought to you by Project Louder. Support this podcast and visit projectlouder.net and provide us with your email.